Coming up on this episode of Coordinated. I think I'm showing my age when I say this, but Rachel, I'm thinking boombox, a boombox with backup batteries. Greetings, AP coordinators, and welcome to season six of Coordinated. Thanks for joining us as we get ready for this year's AP exam administration. Our goal, help AP coordinators create the optimal testing experience for AP students. And that means we have a lot to cover. Derek Kometa, former AP coordinator, now director, AP coordinator experience for the AP program. And I'm Rachel McBride, AP coordinator and school counselor at Mayfield High School. Welcome to the podcast for AP coordinators. Welcome to Coordinated. Hey everyone, Marcy Ewing here, counselor and AP coordinator. Happy to share an all new opportunity with everyone. It's called Chat with a Coordinator. Here's what you can do schedule a video chat with an experienced AP coordinator over Zoom. This all new series of real time support is created specifically for AP coordinators. Review checklists, benefit from shared best practices, and design optimal testing experiences for your AP students. So, chat with the coordinator and feel confident about the 2022 AP exam administration. Limited time slots are available. We'll put a link in the show notes. Register now and I just might see you there. Season 6, Episode 7, World Language Recording Sessions, and the Digital Audio Submission Portal. Hello, everyone. So before I mention anything else, I want to disclose this is going to be a slightly longer than average episode. (laughs) Rachel, we have two big topics, and we're choosing not to split them up because they are so connected. Right. And because both topics are of great interest to many AP coordinators, we want to keep it all in one episode for clarity. Coordinators are keen to stay organized and efficient, Derek. So I think keeping these topics together makes perfect sense. So the two topics are recording sessions for AP World Languages and AP Music Theory and the digital audio submission or DAS portal. I am ready, Derek. Let's get started. Uh, Just to be clear, for the rest of this particular episode, when we say world languages, we are specifically talking about AP French, German, Italian, and Spanish language and culture exams. Right. We're not talking about AP Latin or AP Spanish literature because those exams do not have recording sessions. And we're not talking about AP Chinese and AP Japanese language and culture. Those exams use a special process and recording method, which seems like a great topic to cover in a future episode. Note to self. Nice advanced promotion, Derek. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) So, Rachel... Why don't we start by talking about the equipment that is needed for these world language and AP music theory exams? 
good idea, but we need to remember there is more to it than just equipment. There are specific exam procedures as well. It's important that we, AP coordinators, we plan ahead, which I suppose is the whole point of this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. So there are three required pieces of equipment, CDs, a CD player, and digital recording devices. I'll start with CDs. For each of these exams, there is a master CD for section one. That's the listening portion of the exam. There's also a double CD set containing one master CD for writing and one master CD for speaking or sight singing in the case of AP Music Theory. And Derek, it's important Well, very important to note, we need one set of master CDs for each testing room. So if we have a student with approved SSD accommodations such that we'll have two testing rooms, then we'll likely need two sets of master CDs. Or if you have a large number of students, that could require additional master CDs as well. Schools will often split large numbers of students into smaller groups and multiple rooms. And we'll, we'll talk about that in just a moment. So back to the CDs themselves. The master CDs have separate tracks, and that is intended to help proctors in the case of an unforeseeable event like, uh, I hate saying it, <laughs> Like a fire drill or some other interruption? Don't even go there, Derek. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that might require the proctor to stop and then continue a portion of the exam material. Separate tracks also help when administering exams to students with certain approved accommodations, such as extended time. And one important exam security note regarding the CDs No one is permitted to open or play the master CDs before the exam administration. It is not allowed because it would be like opening the exam book before the exam. Glad you mentioned that. That's a really good point. So that's that's a little on the CDs. Now we need to now we need something to play those (laughs) CDs on. So a CD player is required for each testing room. The CD player can be a school-owned and controlled uh, laptop or computer. The CD player should have high-fidelity external speakers. Headsets can be used for each student taking world language exams, but headsets are not permitted for use during the AP Music Theory exam. Time for... I think it's time for our first best practice. So, Consider having a battery-powered CD player available in case there's a power outage. I think I'm showing my age when I say this, but Rachel, I'm thinking boombox. A boombox with backup batteries. That's exactly what I use, Derek. And oh, I can see it now. You strutting down the school hallway, shuffling to the beat, boombox on your shoulder music blasting, (laughs) getting pumped up for those AP exams. It's a good look on you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, But back to a serious note. Coordinators, uh, please 
test the equipment by playing a CD in the room where it will be used. Use your use your favorite CD, <laughs> maybe some soft rock or heavy metal if that's your thing. I think I have my air supply greatest hits around here somewhere. <laughs> just just do not play the master CD. That is not allowed. The sound should be clear and undistorted in all parts of the room. So, that's the CDs and the CD player. Now it's time to talk about digital recording devices used by students. Derek, in case anyone missed it, let's plug our last episode, Season 6, Episode 6, which highlighted the DAC app. Absolutely. That's, uh, That's a good one because at each recording location, students use one of the acceptable recording methods that meet AP program requirements. And that can be a digital language lab, handheld digital recorders, computers with MP3 recording software, or, as Rachel just mentioned, the digital audio capture, otherwise known as the DAC app on iPads or Chromebooks. All devices and equipment must be school-owned and controlled. Student-owned devices may not be used under any circumstances. All right, so... That's a bit of information about the equipment for these exams. Now let's skip to the next track to (laughs) talk about the exam room itself. So Derek, we can administer these exams in a regular classroom if that room has all necessary staffing, all the necessary equipment, and the room meets all seating requirements. And a regular classroom can be a good option if you have a small number of students testing, or if you set up more than one classroom, you can test multiple groups of students at the same time. That's one way of testing a larger number of students. Just remember, equipment is needed in each testing room. Multiple rooms means the AP coordinator will need to order additional master CDs and or double CD sets. Each exam room must have a proctor, of course, to read the exam instructions and operate the CD player. And within each exam room, we also have some special considerations for the speaking part of the exam, the part where students record. Yes, and this is different than the seating requirements for most other exams. For the speaking part, it is preferable to have students seated at least eight feet apart. That's 2.43 meters for our international <laughs> listeners. Okay, so seating arrangements may, may vary. Let's talk about classrooms since we were just talking about that. <laughs> In a classroom, students must be seated at desks or tables. But no round tables, Derek. (laughs) Uh, Correct. No round tables. Tables must either be uh, facing the same direction or facing away from each other. It is preferable to have students positioned around the perimeter of the room facing the walls with students spaced at least eight feet apart. This helps to create a better environment for students to record in. It's a little more private, and the acoustics are generally better. Closer spacing 
or large groups of students recording all at the same time, that's not advisable in a classroom. This type of seating uh, distracts students when they are recording and can make these recordings uh, very difficult to actually evaluate. So please try to record as few students as possible in a room so students' responses are not heard by others testing. And Derek, what about the digital language labs or computer labs? I know some schools use those, right? Definitely. Since uh, digital language labs might not have partitions between stations, schools need to test as few students as possible in a room. Again, this is so that students' responses are not easily heard by others testing. Also, if the digital language lab does not have partitions, students must be seated in every other booth in the digital language lab. Students must face uh, either the same direction or outward towards the wall. In rooms where computer tables are at 90 degree angles, students must not be seated next to each other in that connecting corner. And the same is true All that, the same is true for computer labs as well. Now, coordinators may arrange it so that all students test at once in one session, or if the labs will not accommodate all students at once, coordinators may administer the speaking portion in multiple sessions. Great segue, Derek. I wanted to ask you about the options for multiple recording sessions. Well, you'll be happy to know that a lot more information on the different options for administering the free response sections can be found in your best friend, (laughs) the AP Coordinator's Manual Part 2, pages 123 to 125 specifically. So AP Coordinators who are interested in these recording options can read up on all this in the manual. I'll mention the different options here. Quickly, before I get into that, I want to clarify that these options are only for AP World Languages and not for AP Music Theory. Again, these options are not for AP Music Theory. That's because for AP Music Theory, students must record one at a time, not in groups. Okay, so option one is the quote-unquote standard option. (laughs) This is the most common. With this option, schools administer the free response section in its standard sequence in one or more rooms. Option two is the staggered option. This is less common, but can be effective for testing larger groups of students. With this option, schools administer the free response section in its standard sequence, then stagger the speaking part. This is a great option to consider if schools do not have sufficient equipment for all students to record at the same time. The last option is shifts. This option takes the most planning but has proven very effective for schools that like to do it this way. With this option, students are rotated into a single recording room so that the speaking part of the free response section happens in shifts. (laughs) Specifically, groups of students take the speaking part in rotating shifts so that the speaking part can be the first, middle, or last part taken. 
uh, on exam days. This means that some students record as the first part of their exams, another group of students record as the second part of their exams, and a final group records as their third part of the exams. There's a full diagram detailing the flow of the exam, students, and testing rooms in the AP Coordinator's Manual Part 2, page 125. <laughs> Phew. Rachel, I need to catch my breath. Can you, can you take a moment to share some of your thoughts and maybe a, a best practice or two? <laughs> Absolutely. Happy to give you a break, Derek. That was a lot of information. First, I make it a point to work closely with both the IT or tech department and the maintenance or custodial crew to ensure that the computer equipment and exam rooms are set up according to what's needed on exam day. I can be very particular about that, Derek. (laughs) And I like things done ahead of time. I find that a nice handwritten thank you note can really make their day. I also try to add some stats about our school's results on AP exams so they know that they contributed to our students' success. That means they get their note at the start of the next school year, but it's a really nice surprise for them. Uh, I can I can only imagine. That sounds really <laughs> great. I like it. Uh, what else? Uh, I also suggest including AP World Language and AP Music Theory teachers in the planning process. Their input is invaluable as they know their exams inside and out, and most importantly, their students' needs. And it cannot be stressed enough, practice, practice, practice the recording process with your students. Related to that, have your proctors practice using the exam recording equipment and or software. This will help them be able to guide students on testing day should issues arise. We want to remember to include our proctors in those practice plans. Great advice, Rachel. Thank you very much. And for more information and more support, please see the AP Coordinator's Manual Part 2. My best friend. (laughs) (laughs) And stay with us, everyone. We'll be right back after a quick message about another opportunity to get some customized support and just maybe an opportunity to engage with two of your favorite podcast hosts. Breaking news. We, you and I, Rachel, are making a special appearance on Chat with a Coordinator. The date, March 4th, 2022. It's more than an appearance, Derek. We're going to co-host all four Chat with the Coordinator sessions that day. All four sessions, Derek. (laughs) (laughs) That's correct. Four straight hours of Derek and Rachel (laughs) over Zoom. So if you want to meet Rachel and I, we'd love to meet you as well. Just visit collegeboard.org slash AP Coordinator Training. Again, that's collegeboard.org slash AP Coordinator Training. We'll put a link in the show notes as well. Then register for a Chat with a Coordinator session on March 4th to join us. Once again, that's March 4th. We'd love to see you there. All right, we're back. And we're going to finish up this conversation by talking about the digital audio submission, more commonly known as the DAS portal. So, Rachel, what is the DAS portal? Good question. The DAS portal is the website that schools use to submit students' recorded speaking and or sight-singing responses to the AP program. 
Again, this is for AP French, German, Italian, and Spanish language and culture exams, and and AP Music Theory. Let's not forget about AP Music Theory. <laughs> right. I'm going to put a pin in that and come back to that later. Uh, sorry for the interruption, Rachel. Please, <laughs> please continue. No apologies needed. I was just going to finish by emphasizing the DAS portal is not a recording method and that students do not have access to the DAS portal. Correct. So that's a great definition and clarification. Thank you. Uh, now that we know what the DAS portal is, how do you, how do AP coordinators use it? Of course, it starts with getting access to the DAS portal itself. In April, AP coordinators who ordered the exams we've been talking about will receive an email from the AP program. That email contains DAS portal access information. A special note, coordinators who used the DAS portal in 2021 and are at the same school may use their same login information. After logging in for the first time or creating a new account, coordinators will receive their school-specific coordinator key. This is the code that coordinators can provide to any additional school staff to create their own DAS portal accounts. This could be proctors or IT or tech staff. Derek, another important note, though, some colleagues cannot have access to the DAS portal. Cannot. That's right. Cannot. AP French, German, Italian, and Spanish language and culture teachers and AP music theory teachers cannot have any access to student recordings. So these teachers are not permitted to have DAS portal accounts or any access to the DAS portal. Okay, got it. That, that <laughs> makes sense. So Rachel, now you're in. Now you've got access to the DAS portal. What's next? Well, after students have finished recording, files must be uploaded and submitted before the close of the next business day after the school's last scheduled exam of an AP exam period, meaning after regular testing or, if applicable, after late testing. Also, the DAS portal will only accept one file per student per exam. The number of files saved should equal the number of students tested, and Derek, files recorded using a digital language lab, handheld digital recorder, or computer must be saved in MP3 file format. Also, there's a specific file naming convention. Please check the AP Coordinator's Manual, Part 2, for details, page 131 to be exact. <laughs> of course you know the page number by heart. Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I'm going to ask this right. Any mm -hmm. best practices for the DAS portal to share? I do have one. It is a good idea to clear your recording equipment prior to testing. By that, I mean make sure recordings from any previous year's exams and any practice responses have been deleted before testing this year. This helps to prevent any incorrect files from being uploaded to the DAS portal. I, uh, I might have learned that one the hard way, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Might have. Right, might have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, clearly our expertise has timed out for this <laughs> particular topic. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week to talk more about a related subject, AP Music Theory. Maybe we'll even get Rachel 
to perform a sight singing example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no chance, Derek, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, everyone. We'll talk with you then. Coordinated is recorded, produced, and engineered by Derek Cometa. Derek also co-authors the show, along with Kimberly Casey and Rachel McBride. Audio review by Elisa Aloyo, Dale Glazer, and Tierra Pinto. Our executive producer is Edward Biederman. Podcast logo, courtesy of the amazingly talented Amy O. Amy is enjoying her senior year at Savannah Arts Academy. We thank Jackie Ray for our theme song, Good As Gold. Jackie is a former AP Music Theory student at Oakton High School. Additional vocal support by myself, Carly Suge, AP coordinator at Costa Mesa High School in Southern California. Special thanks to all my colleagues in the AP program for supporting our show. And AP coordinators, we cannot say it enough. Thank you. We appreciate you. And for all your support of AP students, you are truly good as gold. Oh